Welcome to The Brand Collective, a podcast about our favorite brands, featuring stories from the marketers and creatives behind them. I'm your host, Nick Ross. With me, your co-host, Mackenzie Koss. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Brand Collective podcast. Today, we have Allison Ellsworth, founder of Poppy and the chief brand officer. This is also our 50th episode. Welcome, Allison. We're so excited to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, what a celebration. And to to mark the celebration, uh, not only do we have an extraordinary guest, but we have an extraordinary beverage to drink during the episode. I'm cracking open yes. a root beer poppy right now, which has quickly become one of my favorite root beers in existence. So cheers to both of you. No, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry limeade. So here for kicking off the 50th episode with a cheers to poppy. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Poppy has an amazing origin story. Can you talk about the origin of Poppy, how it all got started? Yeah, so super wild, crazy entrepreneur over here, but started the company a few years ago because I had a ton of different health problems. So my stomach was kind of hurting, my skin was a total mess. Um, and I did what I don't think you're supposed to do, but we are all guilty of it. And I started Googling my symptoms. Have you guys, you know, done that before? Yeah, yeah. The WebMD oh, yeah. rabbit hole. Yes. You're like, oh, I have all these all <laughs> I know, you're like, things. You're like this wart. It's a problem now. Yeah. You're like, ah. Oh. You know, I kept Googling and Googling and it was like, I'd gone to doctors and they couldn't really like figure it out. They're like, oh, women problems, you know, type of situation. And I kept reading apple cider vinegar could reset and detox your body and like the master cleanse. And I kind of was at the point where I was like, look, I've tried all these other things. I'm going to try like just tilling my body through like food. Um, and so I started drinking apple cider vinegar every day and I was shocked at how amazing it made me feel, but I hated the taste of straight vinegar. Um, have, once again, have you guys like ever taken a shot of straight vinegar before? Yeah, my, oh, yeah. I it's, was kind of raised with apple cider vinegar as a cure all. Oh, yeah. My my mom was a big fan of like if you ever had a sore throat, take a couple swigs of apple cider vinegar, and it was yeah, it was repulsive as a kid, but it became something that if at any point we exhibited any symptom, we knew it was coming. We were like, yeah, oh, well, we're gonna have to drink yeah. a sip of apple cider vinegar. It burns so good. I put it like I'll disguise it in like a dressing or something. But like Nick said, if I ever get sick or something, I make a uh, fire cider with it, which is like even even more intense because you had like garlic and everything. So yeah. No, it was like, it's it was intense. definitely something that I was like, look, this is good. I don't like the taste and it's not sustainable, right? It, it's something yeah. that you do exactly to the point of what you guys are saying where you're like sick or it's not something that you're like, I can make part of my everyday life. Um, and I just didn't accept that. And so with it, I, I went to the kitchen and I was like, okay, look, I have to make this taste good, but it was really important for me to keep it healthy as well. And usually those two words don't go together, health and wellness and taste. Um, but I also want to keep like the calories low. Like, I didn't want to just add a bunch of juice and like do weird stuff to it. So I was like, okay. And I kind of came up with the first idea and I was obsessed uh, with our first formula. I started sharing it with friends and family. I was just like, I want everyone to feel as good as me and do all these things. Um, and so we took it to our local farmer's market in Dallas, Texas, and we kept selling out week after week after week. And then I think it was like the third or fourth week we were there. Um, and one of the Whole Foods, like local forager buyer type people came by our booth and she's like, look, I never do this. Here's my card. 
Um, but you guys need to be in Whole Foods. And I was like, what? I had this career. We just bought a house. I was three months pregnant and I just started the company for like this personal problem I had and I wanted to share with others. Like I didn't at that point see it as like this business. Um, but she, I remember she like handed me her card. I looked at my husband, who's the other founder. And I was like, holy crap, that was Whole Foods. Um, and that's such a big moment for like someone just kind of right three weeks into like, your product. Um, and I was like, you know, I feel really good about this. I'm not going back to work. I'm want to put our life savings into it. Like we're doing this. And he was like, you're crazy. Um, but let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And the beauty of us is like, we, which I always say to like other entrepreneurs is like, you need that yin to your yang. Like I'm the crazy creative. He is like, let's get a spreadsheet. Let's look at the pros and cons. Like, what is the budget going to look like? And you really do need both to have like a successful business. So I'm so blessed to be able to have that. Um, but we put went all in, took our life savings and just like went for it like week three, wow. which I think a lot of people wait a little bit longer to like see if it's successful. But I was like, no, we're we're doing this. It's really amazing awesome. that it came out of such a, it was like born of love and not born of like, uh, well, I think there's a market here. I think there's an angle here. It was like, I yeah. feel great drinking this beverage. I want to share it with people. It's 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 wonderful. I'm, I'm such a fan of that story. And then you went on to appear on Shark Tank, right? I always say it's a little bit like the American dream. I know it's like super wholesome. I'm a mom of three from Texas that you know, started something in my kitchen. And obviously the next step is you go on Shark Tank. Like that's what you do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, I saw they were coming to town and I was like, I'm going to go stand in line. I just believe my product. We're going to be on Shark Tank. We need investment. Once again, just not even realizing like the impact it would have on our lives. But from that moment to like actually getting on the show, it was like a six month process. And I do like crazy interviews and background checks and all this stuff. Uh, was a wonderful, wonderful experience. I highly recommend it to other uh, entrepreneurs or founders, like 100% changed our life. Went and we got on the show and we ended up getting a deal with Rohan Oza, who is a beverage, you know, amazing person. Like he's a beverage shark and he's behind some really other amazing brands. Like he helped like vitamin water buy, smart water, you know, health aid, kombucha, like all sorts of other brands. Like this is kind of his space, you know, so it was the perfect shark for us. And um, I think he fell in love with like us as founders. Like he's always really valued us, but really what he fell in love with was our liquid. So little did I know at the time that I had invented this like soda replacement. I was like, oh, I just love it. It tastes good. And so he goes, look, this liquid's incredible, but your branding sucks we're totally going to rebrand it. We're going to rename it. And then we're going to launch it to the market. Um, So we took eight months off at that point. We went through a total rebrand. We changed the name to Poppy. Um, We went from bottles to cans. Um, There's quite a a process through all of that 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 was really amazing to set us up for success. This is amazing. And how how did you approach the rebrand? Were you open to a ton of feedback or were you you like, I have an did you have ideas already lined up or was it, did it sort of take you by surprise that he wanted to to rebrand everything? Well, I think up until that point, it was like me and my husband hustling. We were, you know, two kids. And at that point I was actually on Shark Tank nine months pregnant, had the baby 10 days later. So we're like, <laughs> wow, amazing. growing our family. So at the point when he's like, look, rebrand, I'm like, yes, I, this is why we brought you in. 
I mean, it was definitely hard because we'd just gone on national television with our previous brand. And then we're like, we're changing the name. Um, but it felt right because of the positioning of the change to like soda versus this like gut healthy drink, which it's great. It still has apple cider vinegar in it. We have prebiotics from agave inulin in it as well. But it's like one of those things that we realized we literally had a soda replacement, like a modern soda for the next generation. And we were all so excited about that. Um, that I think even even down to the the can selection, right? We were like, do we do white cans? Because that screams healthy halo and like this health product. Right. And then we're like, wait, color screams flavor and juice and bold and fun. And we're so excited. It was like, it was a hard decision. And um, I remembered like going back, we were like, went back and forth like a hundred times and ended up going with color, which was like the best decision ever because it looks gorgeous in retail. Um, I always tell people this with, with brand, brand, like get mocks made ahead of time, go put it in the yeah. group or stand back, take pictures, do all of that work because you know, you'll see things that you don't see before. Like, for example, we launched our orange flavor in a teal can, like a blue can, because we're like, well, we need blue in the rainbow. Nobody wants to drink a blue orange soda. So <laughs> after lunch, <laughs> we're like, what true, true. You know, so after lunch, we quickly switched it to orange, obviously. And then like the sales like doubled, but it was, it was wild just like going through that whole like rebrand and then we were ready to go. And then we launched Poppy in March of 2020, right when COVID hit. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a moment. I know. Did you feel like that uh, gave you an opportunity? Like where there's a door, did you see a window or was it something that just was like now, like everyone in the world, we have to adapt to a whole new kind of way of living and way of, you know navigating the world. Yeah. I don't think anybody knew how insane like COVID would be. Right. So we, we kicked open that door and we went full force. Yeah. Everyone was like, at the time we had rollouts and like whole foods and sprouts and everyone was concerned with getting like toilet paper on the shelf. <laughs> so <laughs> we were really lucky that we had set up our Amazon ahead of time. And something that was really exciting that happened in April of 2020, which is like our, you know, I think we we're like five weeks into business, we had filmed an update on Shark Tank uh, with Poppy and the shark. Rohan was like on it with us and that aired. And it's like, I always say like, how often is everyone sitting at home, but on a Friday night, but April of 2020. And how often is everyone thinking about their health and wellness and how do they stock up right. how do they on Amazon? It was like this perfect, like flywheel effect that we went from like $9,000 our first month on Amazon to like 250000 Like, Oh my gosh. Number one on Amazon's hot new product list. We trended yeah. higher than Donald Trump and Kim Kardashian at the time, like, which that was like when he was right. like crazy <laughs> with in office and all that stuff. So it was just like, we were like, oh my gosh, like look at the power of the brand and being like super digital first and like, you know, getting the message out. Yeah. yeah. That's, and what an amazing convergence of factors of like, mm -hmm. wow, that's, a, it's, it's a beautiful way to put it. Like people are thinking about their health. They're all at home watching TV. Yeah. Uh, and you're set up for success on an online platform. You also have become quite a celebrity brand on TikTok. I would love to hear of how that got started and how you've emerged as such an influencer uh, as a brand. Yeah, it was so wild. Just like through all this, once again, I think part of the flywheel is everything was off the table for us as far as sampling, 
in real life events, like not every the world was shut down. I mean, we all remember it so well. And so it was funny. I in 2019, when I was doing the update on Shark Tank, we were filming at Whole Foods in um, L.A., and there's a bunch of TikTokers there dancing at the Whole Foods and they saw the cameras and they're like, can we be on the update? And they're all actually like on the update and stuff. And we they got Rohan to start doing like these TikTok things. I was like, what is this? And this is like right before like 2020 when like everyone got right. on the platform. And he's like, here. And he took my phone and he downloaded the app on my phone. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't see how a brand can be on this. Like, I get how you as an individual. Right. Um, but I remember then like COVID hit and the app was on there and I started like playing around at the platform and I remember Instagram was like the main place that you run ads and and that's where you show up as a brand and I was like there's just something weird here that I think is kind of fascinating and I had a personal obsession with it so I was like look I'm not going to take any resources from the company I will do this on my nights and weekends and I started making TikToks and I was like I did recipe I danced I <laughs> talked about my product I was like what is going to work here as a brand and then one night I just sat down on a Friday night like my hair was like I had just gone out of the shower and I told my story similar to what I told you guys of starting in my kitchen to, to you know for this real reason to share with people to shark yeah now and I went to bed we woke up and it had gone viral and we had done like a hundred thousand dollars on Amazon while we were sleeping and that video now I think it has like 90 million views and we have over 2 billion views on TikTok in two years and of course since then we've funneled like pay, that's between paid and organic but it, the thing is it just opened our eyes of like how a brand can actually talk to a consumer on such an authentic, raw, real way that people really connected with. And 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 we're still seeing to this day, it's so wildly successful in building that community and, and talking to our consumer. First off, yeah. what a cinematic moment of like, I'm just going to yeah. tell this beautiful story. I just got out of the shower, go to bed. Wait, it feels like I've seen that scene in movies now. Like, so get ready. When when the entrepreneurship movie no. about the origin yeah. of Poppy comes out, because it feels like those <laughs> movies are happening, yes. that's going to be like a, a, a turning point scene. It's going to be a big scene. Yeah. Second, we've talked about this theme on the podcast a couple times of this remarkable shift into our uh, personal spaces that COVID kind of unexpectedly did, where all of a sudden... We're working, we're collaborating, we're participating with each other, but we see each other's houses and rooms. And and it yeah. sort of, it gives us more of a consciousness of who we are as people and how we decorate our houses and what kind of messes we make uh, that never used to happen in business prior to this time. And I feel like a platform like TikTok really uh, is bolstered by that same kind of authenticity. And like, look at me, I'm just sitting on my phone. I'm not this, there's not like a huge production here. There's not a huge, uh, it's just me and you. Um, do you feel like that resonates? Like that somehow we have this, uh, we crave that authenticity that a platform like TikTok provides. It's interesting. Like we talk about that constantly here at Poppy and it, it's honestly changed the way we do all aspects of our business, right? From, you know, I remember the days on Instagram where it was all still photography. We did in studio. I would spend two hours a week, like playing on the grid to make sure it was this like beautiful collage of like perfectly curated content. And then once TikTok blew up, it just gave us 
honestly this freedom to just be yourself and it, it it's so beautiful because even previous to this and like what we talked about with like Rohan is he used to do like big celebrity deals and it was like 50 cent he did like vitamin water 50 cent and Justin Timberlake and buy and it was like that's how people got excited about a brand nowadays it's like oh yeah another celebrity talking about a brand <laughs> right they want influencers they want real people because they're like mm-hmm. I I relate to them like look another they just tequila by some yeah I was like there's 500 tequila brands <laughs> totally which I'm so like not against by any means like I'm obsessed with celebrities but it's just like I, I love it because I think we leaned into that really, really early. And mm. it, it's kind of been nice to put also like a face to um, just like a brand. And and to your point, like I my kids are in, in a lot of our TikToks. I just shoot them like in our room, like my literally like my room at home a lot of times and and to that. And, and I think that people do love that. Um, you know, I talked to a lot of other brands that do this as well. And they're all like, look, we don't all have an Allison. Like this is I don't know how I could do it. And it's okay to also hire someone that that's their full-time job. Like it's literally a full-time job now. Yeah, we had a, uh, I don't know if you know Zaria Parvez, but we had, she's like a TikTok celebrity with Duolingo. And she was just Uh hired as their social media, you know, right out of college. And she made Duolingo's TikTok get like billions of views. And now she's seen as this global social media influencer. It's pretty incredible. On Forbes 30 under 30. Yeah, just like killing it. It's even going into... Like, for example, we're doing um, out of home right now for TV. We're streaming on Hulu and Netflix. We're about to test like linear on actual like cable TV this month. And the commercial we're running is just influencers and people talking about Poppy in the most authentic real way. Like it's it was. Yeah. We were like, oh, we need a commercial. And we looked at our content and our UGC and our influencers and we pull content for that. We didn't even want people to film something for it because then it can be a little like stagey. And we're just like pulled some of our favorite ones. And we started testing it over just some of our other product focused. And it is performing like five times better. People are just like obsessed with seeing real people on the screen talking about their obsession with Poppy. It's, it's amazing. I love it. And what a, like you said, what a way to just get people to want to try it because, you know, it is fun when a brand is run by like a celebrity or they, they create this, that, but it's real people that are on the commercial. Like those are my favorite commercials to watch. If I even see commercials anymore, I know Hulu, (laughs) like, yeah, I was like, um, it was funny because Hulu, like I actually enjoy when they put them in there. I know that sounds weird, but they do a really good job of like putting it into your favorite shows or movies or whatever you're watching. Um, so I will definitely be keeping an eye out for those poppy ones. I wanted to kind of go back because you had said that Poppy's the number one selling soda on Amazon. Wow. And I was wondering if you could go into uh, your Prime Day campaign a bit on that, because I know I have definitely bought poppy on prime day because it's the best way to do it um in my opinion but i was wondering if you could kind of dive into that for our audience yeah so we made a decision super early on as a company to go in 100% on amazon so we don't sell any d2c on our own uh website so it's so funny people are like oh you're a d2c company we're like no we're on amazon they kind of don't get it i'm like no right 
Amazon's actually not direct to consumer through the brand. Um, but what that did is it, it simplified one supply chain of like, we're not having to deal with a ton of like customer service and like fulfillment and shipping. So people are like, oh, it's expensive and like all this stuff. I, I hear all these like wildly crazy examples of why not Amazon. I'm here to say it's it's a great and it's amazing. On top of it, it helps drive like in-store purchase. So people, if they're like in Whole Foods, they're like, I don't know, I'm look on Amazon, they'll see our 30,000 plus, you know, four and a half, five star reviews, you know, so it's like, it's, it's something that part of us is like why we would go so big on like a prime day is because Amazon's like one, and obviously it started off that way, but it's just, it's a really successful channel for trial um, within beverage. And so with us leaning in so early, it's like our TikTok strategy goes really hand in hand with our Amazon. So most of our um, paid goes to our website where we're collecting email and SMS, which we've gained like over 500 email and SMS, like in two years, which is like really, really quick. Um, so it was fun. Like last two years, we do a little bit of a hack that's actually so simple and it sounds a little basic. Um, but we run a campaign on TikTok where it's as simple as we are giving away something. And it's like, oh, brands do giveaways all the time. Like, okay, we hear you. But the beauty of a giveaway is you're organically getting people to comment, which tricks the algorithm to basically push it out more because it's like more engagement, right? You're already getting right. a lot of on it. So what I'll do is I'll do a talk that I'm like, hey, guys, in celebration of Amazon Prime Day, we're 30% off or whatever it is. Um, and we're going to give away like a poppy fridge or this last year we gave away putting your face on a billboard, which we're almost done designing those are about to launch. It's like, I'm so excited about, <laughs> but all you can do is awesome. comment below your favorite flavor for a chance to enter. Um, and is what it does. And then we put a little pay behind it and then you boost that. And then the flywheel of it is like crazy. Like the just pure brain awareness driving people to prime day and like this excitement you get your like cpms like way lower on it it's amazing yeah um and then we'll pulse that email and sms list with um with it in addition to and it basically you drive everyone in a huge volume all at the same time that you have all this organic traffic coming and with paid from tiktok at the same time, it tricks the Amazon algorithm and it repogs you within the system. So, so that means it's like on Amazon Prime Day, we were, I think, the only food or beverage item in the top deals. The rest were like electronics, TVs, right? like all these. I think we got to number 14 on the list of all of Amazon because we were like using this. And so I think we did, I don't know, like the first year we did like 500 that uh, I think thousand dollars in one day, and like last year we did like I don't know, like two point two million, like it's in one day. On oh my gosh, know. no big like, deal, it's just two million. Like how we do it, but it's so simple. So I think that's awesome. Point, like some people like overthink it. Like we would do it was like right giveaway on TikTok and use our email and SMS list, and then drove people to like you know what I mean. Like you don't have to be like super creative or like innovative. Yeah. Days. Um, but that to me is like was a really fun lesson to just see one how loyal and how you know we use our community to activate to then get in front of more people. Oh yeah. And also hence the reason why you're not only the founder but chief brand officer, like coming up with these ideas. Um, I did want to because you you had mentioned this when we had talked previously you're like very convicted and I admire this about you with like taking on quote unquote big soda, which I feel like 
you know, you had started with your brand a little bit different. It was mother. It was in glass bottles. It was like very earthy, pristine. Um, and I know you've had people ask you like, hey, are you going to put CBD in this? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And you're very focused, like laser focused on big soda. How do you navigate when, you know, there might be something that you're tempted by like, oh, this could be a good idea or this could be a good idea. Like what drives you to stay so in your lane and truly take on big soda? Because I mean, you're the number one selling soda on Amazon, which is a pretty big deal. It's so major. It's so funny because yeah, everyone's like, are you going to add like CBD or like alcohol? Right. Big one, like, you know, to become like a truly or something. That people right. Because like, pop people love like poppy as a mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's good. So, it is good. <laughs> Would you say hard um, poppy? But, Spike poppy? Yeah. <laughs> no, right? I'm like, I'm just add, add it to like the poppy. But it's so funny because I think this is something that we've learned over time and we've put the work and time and effort into truly understanding who we are as a brand is really important for businesses. So I think a lot of people, you know, you'll never really get your like brand purpose and pillars and like your guidelines in place. And that's something that we've always been really strong from the beginning is like understanding who we are. And I always use this example of like, you know, do you want to be a Nike or an Asics? Like, I want to be a Nike where it's like this emotional band that people are are connected to. Or do you want to be an Asics that's talking about like how the sneakers work and how it can help with this? And, you know, it's very clinically driven. And so that's the difference of like a brand and a product. And so at Poppy, it's like one understanding who our consumer is, who we're going after and staying super focused at it is so important because you have so many things you want to do, but what are going to drive the most impact for the business? And so that's why we're so focused on Big Soda. And through the years, we've learned the number one reason people drink poppies because it tastes good. So you can't be a soda mm-hmm. replacement unless you taste good. And so the whole premise kind of like behind poppy and our ethos and what we're doing is what I think I, I love what you said, Nick, at the, at the beginning, uh, before we actually got in air, he was like, look, I miss that nostalgic feeling of like having root beer, but I, I'm not going to do that anymore to my body. Right. That sentiment mm-hmm. is like very strong, just in, you know, everyday consumers of like, look, I like soda. It reminds me of my childhood or the once a year that I go to the movie, but I don't want that with all the baggage. And so what we love about Poppy is Poppy has given everyone the freedom to love soda again without all the baggage. And so we always say like, we're bringing soda back at its best. Um, you know, on the twist, it's good for you this time. (laughs) So, um, it's it's emotional way. And and if that's truly what we're doing and taking on big soda, we're, we're so laser focused on it, that that's one. So does a huge category, you know, I think like worldwide it's like 250 billion or something crazy, you know, it's like, there's so much room and so much to do there that it's like, we don't have time to do other things. Like if we're taking on big soda, that is a big hill we got to get up already yeah yeah i have to say uh i worked at a pretty notorious vegan restaurant in new york uh that was featured in the documentary bad vegan uh but it was a very beautiful uh i'm actually in the documentary so get ready Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but a lot of these ingredients were were even back then in the early 2000s they were featured by this very prestigious you know very 
altruistically mm-hmm. like healthy, beautiful restaurant in New York, like Stevia and apple cider vinegar. And I think you mentioned agave earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's it's funny how it's like, oh, I know all those ingredients from this very sort of unique place I worked many moons ago. And now I'm like, oh, I, maybe it's nostalgia for that too. Cause I'm like right? very yeah, into this like soda. That, I love that. It's like that memory. Did you grow up drinking soda? No, like we, I was t- actually telling Nick before you hopped on, like it wasn't an A&W. It was another spot where we would get like floats every summer. Cause they come out on skates and like deliver your food and stuff. And they had like really like good root beer or it wasn't Fanta or like crush. It was like their own homemade, like orange soda, very wholesome. I'm from Wisconsin originally. So like very wholesome, like small town, but it was a treat. And like, that is one thing that I relate to summer is floats. Like we would get a treat of that or something, or my, my mom would try to make a soda version, which uh, did not taste as good as this. Um, but she, she tried. Um, and it just always like brought me back to that just like summertime you're feeling like good and everything and hence why I did floats for my birthday because why not um but I I love that you said that because it does like this like transports you back to like a memory but or even like creating new memories like I think about like these will be in our fridge for our kiddos um for them to enjoy and stuff and they'll be like oh mom can I get a cherry limeade poppy or this or that um, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. yeah kids are, like it, I know I shouldn't say it's like cracked kids. Like they, they have no idea it's good for them. And they're just like, it's no, good. it yeah. tastes good. And like, as a mom, you're like, Move. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. I type up, of it. My parents were very anti anything sweet. I think I grew up as like the only kid in my neighborhood that drank like soy milk and we didn't have any name brand cereal. Like I was like the the kid that other friends would not want to spend the night at because like we were like, do you want some figs? <laughs> like we have, you know, like we had all these like weird yeah. snacks and like terrible food. Uh, so sodas for me were always like a treat or I was like kind yeah. of breaking the rules. Like and I, yeah, I yeah. knew I was breaking the rules, but right. I was always like, when I had one, I'd be like, wow, this is wild. And the only, the only flavor that I really latched onto as a kid was root beer. And so I was very excited when I got the the poppy variety pack to see root beer. Um, so I cracked that we one first. We gave freedom love soda again. I love the freedom. I'm going to take that freedom and roll with it. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. I love it. Since I can currently relate to you uh, being pregnant on Shark Tank, because I'm about eight months and change now, I yeah. love that you and your husband like still started and still run poppy. And I feel like a lot of people struggle to balance like personal and professional lives. How have you both managed to kind of like blend the two together and do so successfully? And might I add like very gracefully because you mentioned like you have your kids in the TikTok, like they're drinking poppy. They're all they're part of the whole process, which is so admirable. Well, it's very kind to say gracefully, but it is a total <laughs> madhouse and mess. I'm here to tell you it is not smooth. Our kids, I have three boys. My house is lots of yes. black, black eyes and bloody noses and screaming. And like, it's all the stuff that normal parents go through. It's just right. that layer of like both me and my husband are so heavily involved that it's like, you don't have that one um, like spouse to like 
kind of pick up the extra slack. So I have a great support system. My mom is amazing. She just, you know, helps with the kids and we travel a lot for board meetings and, and I'm always just like surviving at all times, but I thrive in chaos. Like quiet. I'm like, I'm like, what projects can I take on? And so even, even we're like, do we have another kid? And we're like, no, maybe not. Like, I'm just like, if I get like stagnant, it's like, I think that's just an entrepreneur in me, but by now, is it graceful? It's it's pure chaos. <laughs> I love it. I've accepted it. So maybe that's why it's like, yeah, I've accepted the chaos. I mean, I've like, I usually would like have a kid. I would like take Zoom like calls from like the labor and delivery room and then like be breastfeeding the night. Like, oh my gosh. Week. Like, I just don't care. I'm like, yeah. you, you can do it all. I think as, as a mom is like a message and you can take three months off and that's a beautiful and amazing thing that I love that people can do, but it's also okay if you, if you're not okay doing that and you just are wild and want to just like keep going. So, um, yeah, I I think eventually I'll slow down. I don't know. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's organized chaos. I know. In a way it's it's beautiful. What are some things that are next for Poppy? Are the, is there anything exciting you're able to share with us in our audience? No, we're so excited. Um, we are launching a new flavor for the holiday. <sighs> so Ooh. we're so excited. It's like we've never done that before. So I'm really excited to launch a new flavor here. Pumpkin spice poppy. Really no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if that was <laughs> It's like, let's leave it to the coffee. No, <laughs> I know, but it's better. I um, so that's exciting. And then next year is just, it's going to be bananas. We're, we're growing, you know, three, 400% year over year with one of the fastest growing beverages in the nation. Like Poppy's just growing like crazy. So we have some exciting stuff next year that we're working through right now, new flavors, collabs, but you know, obviously nothing I can talk about, but I'm excited. I think you're the first people I've told we're doing a holiday flavor. So that's fun. Ooh, exclusive. I love it. Well, we're going to be, we'll have to try it and we'll give you our, our, our review. I'm excited. Yeah. Can't wait. I'll add to those 5,000 reviews on, on Amazon prime. Um, (laughs) I bought a product. This is totally non sequitur, but I brought a product recently that only had five reviews and I can't tell you how nervous I was. It's so true, right? I bought it and how, I was like, how was I, it? I hope it's real. I hope this isn't a scam. <laughs> yeah, uh, have you gotten it yet? It was great. Good? Yeah, I got it. Oh, good. It's good. Oh, good. Um, review. Help them. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. bump it up to six. <laughs> um, Amazon's crazy. Like they know if you're related like my dad for example somehow it knows well it's not allowed to write a review on amazon like it's crazy how much what actually really hard so he does oh my like gosh. A job, amazon, it wouldn't it wouldn't work so does he, does he have yeah. an at poppy.com email address right no i think it's like <laughs> i don't know how they know it's like maybe i sent something to him once on the back end or i don't know they're, oh. they're they know everything i mean alexa's in every single house right, right she's listening she's like no nah, he can't leave a review <laughs> So our next segment is we ask these three questions to everyone that's been on the podcast, and it's more about you uh, and just to learn a little bit more about who you are as a person. So the first question is, what have you done recently for the very first time? Mm, Oh my God, that's such a good question. So um, I would say for me, I I grew up kind of similar 
to you, Nick, where like actually it's pretty limited in a lot of the foods that I like eat and, and everything. And so growing up, I was raised vegetarian <laughs> um, and just recently started eating meat in the last few years. And so I've only had like beef, chicken and turkey now. And so now like this last week, I was like doing fish. I know that sounds wild. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that That's something new that's like kind of rocked my world of like experimenting into like other foods, which I love to cook. It's like my favorite thing in the entire world. So like if I'm going to be a cook and like a real foodie, like I have to like expand my horizons. What did you think? So, what did you think of fish? Yeah. What type you of know, fish? And how was it prepared? Right. I know. So I tried like salmon and sea bass and sea bass is like way better. Oh, so good. Sea bass is one of the best. Yeah. So it's so good. Yeah. I didn't mind salmon, definitely fishier, but I'm like, I'm yeah. like, okay, I can, I can get into this. It's so healthy and it's just such like a rich with protein. So I was just like, this has to be good. I have to get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Sea bass. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's... Really, that was not the answer we were looking for. No, I love it. No, I love that. Yeah, this is one of the best answers. <laughs> yeah. I was a vegetarian for a long time in my life. And I, I remember the the flavors of meat when I first started getting back into it. And it was like, oh, this, I need this in my life. I can't go, I can't go without this anymore. It's so good. Like when I finally started eating meat and it's like, I went gluten-free just like through all the health issues that in the reason of starting right. It just like truly, I'm like such a fan of like killing your body or like what your food is like through food versus like going there first before like um doctors, which I'm not against doctors by any means, but you know what I mean? It's like right. try that first. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let the food be the medicine or you know, like the classic. Yes. Um totally. I agree. And I think that's why it's it's even tough for me. Like my wife is from the South and she was like raised in a very southern diet. <laughs> like we had like opposite childhoods and she's always like god just have it because i cook primarily in in the house and so i and i cook just probably like 90 percent vegetarian just because it's like what i know how to do and that's like my my go-to is just a lot of vegetarian meals and she's just I like i feel healthier just because you cook all the time um <laughs> my husband is it's like he's just same thing or if i'm not home it's it's like pancakes for dinner for the kids <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's um, so good. It's pretty I good. I love, yeah. Uh, the second question is, and this might be a, a gimme for uh, for you, but if you were to bring one thing to a show and tell, if you were invited right, right now, what do you think you would bring? I know it's hard not to say poppy. I I might one up it. So something that people even love more, like here at Poppy, is like our swag. <laughs> It's like insanity. We're getting like, we get like PR on our like swag and like um, everything. So if we can bring it, everyone's like really excited. And then I would give it away. Whoa. Do you have a swag store? How can we see some of the we, swag? Yeah, we do like, we do like limited edition drops and they've our swag. Like we've done a couple sweatsuit drops and stuff and they go so viral Ooh. like in our TikTok yeah. community that we always will make it and then like make double and sell out. We always sell out in like a day, no matter how much we make. It's oh crazy. So we do like four drops a year. And that that goes back into what I was talking about at the beginning of like being a true brand. Like, right. Nobody, not a lot of people can just do that and, and do it well. And so I feel like that's a show of like how amazing our community is. And like people want to be a part of like the poppy movement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I definitely need to keep an eye out for a crew back <laughs> yeah. or something. 
I was just telling Nick this morning, I was like, oh man, I really want like a, a sweatshirt to rock like on my mom walks and stuff. So I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yes. Uh, and our final question is, if you were to meet yourself at a younger age, what piece of advice do you think you would give? So I, weirdly enough, didn't do like amazing in school. I think that's a theme with like a lot of entrepreneurs. I I went to college as a dance major and didn't know what I want to do. Took a year off and traveled Europe and then came back. was like, how can I graduate quick? You know, and then kind of just graduated and went to work and started hustling. And I think like if I could meet my younger self, I'd be like, look, it's okay. Like to the street smarts is almost more powerful than book smarts. If you surround yourself with amazing people that compliment you, right? Like I was talking with like my husband, he's really good at that, which allows me to be creative and freedom. But I remember thinking like, oh, it sucks. Like I wish I was better at math or this subject or I'm a horrible like copywriter. Like my whole team knows I'm like, misspelling I'm like I'm moving so quick um but it's okay because like in the scheme of like where I'm at in my life like it doesn't matter so I think a lot of people get caught up on that with trying to start a business or founders of like having the perfect pedigree or waiting to figure out this course to get this to start this and it's like no just start yeah yeah a lot of that is just life you know you you have to experience it you have to you know, figure out your preferences, your, your style, your, your way of expressing who you are. And I think a lot of that, as you say, I mean, like you went to college to, to study a, a form of expression, a form of like physical expression. That's amazing. And then, yeah. you know, going to Europe for a year, I did that. That's an amazing experience in itself. <laughs> I know. And I learned so much through that, that I would never change that. I, I feel like I implement it like every day at Poppy. So I don't know, like looking back on my younger self, I used to be like, oh, I wish I was better in school. But now I'm like, I graduated. Now you're like 2.2 million on Amazon Pro. You're like, hey, Poppy. <laughs> and I'm like living living my dream. So, you know, yeah. let anything or anyone like hold you back or tell you because, you know, surround yourself with positive people, I think is a really big one too. So, yeah, I love yeah. that. That's so true. Uh, well, this has been an absolute delight and what a wonderful yes. episode to celebrate our 50th Mackenzie's in like upcoming bundle of joy, uh, yeah. the poppy new holiday flavor. We got so much to celebrate today. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cheers. Let's hold our, <laughs> you still all that. that sounds so amazing. I got my strawberry lemon. Yum. Yes. That's my husband's favorite. I like never can have any of those. He's like, no, this is my flavor. I know. Okay. <laughs> What's funny is, is I'm like so into the root beer and the cola. I've tried a couple of fruity ones and I'm like, I'm your typical male demographic. That's like, give me so, give me it. some cola. <laughs> That's how my husband is too. Like the, if you haven't tried the dog pop, it's like our Dr. Pepper. It's hack. so good. Yeah. So good. Um, but yay. Thank you guys so much for having yes. me. Genuinely like great conversation. I had so much fun. Thank you so much. You're listening to a Brand Folder podcast, where we like to say, strong brands live here. Join us as we build the Brand Collective, a podcast for anyone curious about the people behind the brands that we all love. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. And if you feel inspired, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Until next time, this has been the Brand Collective.